The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? What's going on, listeners? Um, if you don't follow us in the, on the um, on the in the live tweets where we do Monday Night Raw, um, I was actually kind of pumped to come do the show tonight. You know, I was dropping the edge, um, gifts and everything, you know. So <laughs> uh, it has been a while since you've had this much excitement surrounding your show, sir. Yes, uh, this much intrigue and um, just fanfare, and uh, it has been uh, quite the twenty-four hours for you, sir. So it has been. I'm just sitting there like, like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is the Raw Cast. We are a part of the Wrestle Cast. You can find us on the web at the CSPN.us. You can also subscribe to the show. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign on any podcast app. And the RawCast will show up in your podcast queues each and every week. So Mo to the underscore Reese, we're going to Toronto to our good neighbors up north for this week's edition of Monday Night Raw. Triple H regime is picking up steam. And I mean, some of us was able to get in, others weren't so lucky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we start off with a brawl in the back. Seth Rollins and Riddle, they have a brawl in the gorilla position. Was that Bruce with the fanny pack? Or was that Michael I Hayes? I wanted to say so. I, I mean, when y'all surprised him, I said, I ain't seen him, but he might have been back then. So they get separated by security, but they end up brawling in the arena and they keep it going. More brawling leads to more separations until they're finally held apart on the ramp, much to the fans' annoyance. Uh, Riddle did a big dive off of the barricade, knocked everybody down. They teased. <laughs> Uh, they teased uh, Riddle throwing Seth uh, off of one of the yeah. entrances. Uh, so, good jump start. Came on the sh- TV show with action, brawling, chaos. Uh, something to just get you hooked and keep you, you know, tuned in right there. So, following. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say um, a certain shit stain said that he was fighting like girls. And I was like, you. 
dismayed, <laughs> sir. So. Seeing Seth and, R- R- and Riddle was fighting like girls, I was like, we were like literally we'd be fighting, throwing punches, and actually try to hurt each other. Come on, now. We follow that up with the hometown legend, Trish Stratus. She comes out for a promo. Fans are rather happy to see Trish. Trish is overwhelmed by the reception, of course. Everybody starts chanting one more match. Trish says she's been thinking. And then here come Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Eo to interrupt. We take a break and come back with Bailey talking about how awesome it is to have Trish back, but exactly why is she here? <laughs> so, through translation, we hear about Eo Sky being a huge fan. But Bailey still wants to know why Trish has been after them over the last few days. That's when Bianca Belair comes out to say Bailey is in the same stratosphere as Trish Stratus. Bailey still isn't convinced, so Trish takes off her jacket. Oscar and Alexa Bliss come out to uneven the odds of Bailey and company are ready to leave, but it's time for the women's tag team title matchup. All right. So before, before we go there, yes, sir. It was always always good to see Trish that Stratus, mm-hmm. but she was at the events over like the house shows over the weekend, so she de- definitely had a hand in some of the like the events over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Always yeah, good to see Trish Stratus. You're right. Um, yeah. Do you think that they have convinced Trish to make a run against Bailey and maybe set something up for maybe Survivor Series? I, I was um, cause she was like I would say she, that they would. I, I mean, when she said she would think about it, you know, I think she'll she'll. I think they they put they they plant plant the seeds for it. Mm-hmm. Will mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be a good match. Good, good little match to see. So we go to our women's tag team tournament matchup. Asuka and Alexa Bliss taking on Dakota Kai and Io Sky. Alexa Bliss tries Twisted Bliss, but hits the raised knees. Asuka tags herself in, though, and hits some spinning bat fists to Dakota Kai. A blind tag brings Io in, but Asuka doesn't realize it, meaning that Dakota Kai tapping to the Asuka lock doesn't matter. Instead, Io comes in, rolls up Asuka, Gets the win, and so EO and Dakota advance to the next round. Now that was funny because, you know, she, the blind tag works every time. And, you know, she and Dakota's tapping, and the reference look and she's like, and, she, and Oscar's got the look on her face like, I want it. Reference like, no. <laughs> and next thing you know, EO comes and rolls up. I think like the right the right team won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. The team that needs to win and the, the story that we're building long term. You're exactly mm-hmm. right. Um I think that's a and and one thing that we can say that is probably what makes this show refreshing and feel like it's newer in a sense is the women are given prominent Parts and they're given a lot of time. Yes, this match was almost twenty minutes. Yes, and so with like on the other channel, you getting seven minutes towards the end of the show. 
in the same spot every week. In the same spot every week, unless they doing something special for that last hour, then um, then they're getting time right before whatever hour long match they got going on. Dolph Ziggler is ready to bounce back after his loss to Theory, but Judgment Day interrupts. Finn Balor doesn't think much of Ziggler attaching himself to another up-and-comer to stay relevant. Dolph is like, aren't we the same age? So Ziggler slaps fire out of him and heads to the ring. He asks Finn if he's going to do anything about it, and then he heads to the ring. So we get our matchup, Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. The zigzag gets a very near fall, and it's time to slug it out. Ziggler's headbutt knocks Balor silly, but Ripley gets in a forearm, and then that leads Ziggler right into the 1916. And of course, the coup de grace follows that. And Finn Balor gets the win over Dolph Ziggler. Now, Dolph slapping the fire out of um, Finn and then telling him to come back, talking about you going to sit there like a little bitch, or we're going to come out there and wrestle. And I'm like, yo, that was some good shit. We wouldn't have got that under the old management. That was some good shit right there. It's funny when you actually start doing wrestling again. Right. And you make the backstage things mean something. Exactly. How much better your show seems to flow and how much, quote unquote, less filler there seems to be. Right. That was, that was a good match, though. Oh, yeah, that was real good. Yeah, they just, you know, hey, boys, go out there and go. Mm-hmm. Aaliyah brags about being the bougie badass, but Bailey and company come in and mock her for showing up alone. They ask her where's Raquel. She's like, no y'all's business. Trish Stratus comes <laughs> in to ask when Bailey's going to get back in the ring. So Bailey's like, uh, yeah, uh, we can do that tonight uh, against her which is Aaliyah. So we get a Bailey Aaliyah match set up for later. Bailey and company leave with Adam Pierce and some security looking at some photos while walking in the opposite direction. So Adam Pierce is out there in the security create. Now, like the, the just the, the hidden storyline with Adam Pierce, you know, running off doing stuff makes this more intriguing too because it was basically like just randomly we just seen something like a couple weeks ago just something happened in the background and then it's just like the hell is this mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everything's starting to come together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alpha Academy is here to accept some new students the search is starting here in Toronto but all Chad Gable can find is a bunch of toothless hockey players at Tim Hortons the Toronto Maple Leafs lost a hockey game to a team from Tampa Bay and they don't even have ice there he says so send me your best Toronto and here we go course it is nothing other than kevin owens who comes out to answer the challenge so we come out with the old school with the old school yeah the like original logo KO. and everything yeah the first the first t-shirt the, yes the first the nxt ko outfit so kevin owens versus chad gable the pop-up powerbomb and stunner are both countered gable hits a bridging german suplex to give him a two count Gable hits a top rope headbutt for another two count, so he takes Owens up top. That means a swinging superplex can give Owens a delayed two count, but his swanton attempt hits knees. Back up, the super kick sets up the pop-up powerbomb, and Kevin Owens gets the win over Chad Gable. 
That was a good match. Some good near falls. It was. That headbutt was good. Man, when he hit, he hits a Chad Gable with a frog splash. I don't know how Chad Gable kicked out of that. That was the, uh, that's when I thought the match was over. Because he had right. that bull frog splash. I was like, oh yeah, that's a wrap. But nope, Gable kicked out. After the match, Otis jumps Owens and gets stunned for his efforts. Then Owens power bombs Gable onto Otis for added bonus. So Kevin, yeah, because he wanted to, he wanted the power bomb onto the apron, but Otis ain't the fed, so he made them both pay. <laughs> Kevin Owens definitely uh, rejuvenated, getting a resurgence under the new regime. Um, we do need to set up some heels. To, mm-hmm. to provide threats and challenges to whomever the new champion is going to be, assuming that it's going to be a babyface um, who eventually gets the title from Roman. I don't even know if they've even thought about who it could be. But I think this was very strong. Very, very strong from Kevin mm-hmm. Owens. Um Judgment Day, they mocked the Mysterios with Finn Balor saying Dominic might be enjoying getting beaten up by Rhea each and every week. He declares <laughs> Ray 6-1 mine and Damian Priest promises to send Edge back into retirement later in the night. Uh, did you you know it's going to be the Ray Mysterio biography this week? I know. And I saw the previews. Yeah, and I think it's going to be him and Eddie Guerrero on the rival. So basically, the story of Dominic. Yeah. Mm. I'm your pappy. Bailey versus Aaliyah is our next matchup. Aaliyah slides to the floor and hits a sit out bulldog. Backhand, the half grab keeps Bailey in trouble, but she grabs some hair to break the hold. Then she follows that up with the Rose Plant. And Bailey is victorious in her first match in, I think, like 14 months, I think. What's the duration of her time out of the ring? Uh, she looked really good. You know, Aaliyah, luckily, Aaliyah didn't do anything crazy to hurt Bailey further. So, haven't heard or seen anything about Bailey getting nicked up or. Uh, you know, after the match, so no news is good news in this case. So, good job, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaliyah, though, we gotta talk about her. Did you see her crying in the ring? Mm-hmm. This is the same woman who threw up in the ring. I think she might have been crying because, you know, she's in her home, she rested in her hometown, so yeah, she might be over a crime for most. be able to control your emotions. Hey, some people wear their emotions that sleeve. She, she's, she's, um, she's going to be all right. I can understand coming to the, you know, you know, I, I, I just don't know. She just, I can understand maybe coming to the back and letting it all hang out like that. Oh my gosh! But when you're out in front of the people, the people, you gotta you gotta hold it in. Serious contest with Bailey, and you're out here crying, boo hooing. Like 
it's not a good look. Sure, it's not a good look. I mean, it's competitively. I'm thinking in a competitive sense. It's like, come on, Leo, you gotta be focused. You already gone. You know, everybody looking at you like, oh, she's already gonna lose. She crying. She probably just, you know, just like I said, she overcome emotion. You know, I mean, you cried when things happen for you. They might tell you to to, to stop crying. I understand she's living her dream, but you know that would have did been. You, a, did you tell? Did you tell? Um, great back. Bianca, moment. did you tell? Did you tell? Did you tell Mickey stop crying when she was at WrestleMania? But see, I, I, I was just I, gonna I, say I, that. I, I was just I, gonna. I, I was gonna use that as my example, but I didn't. I was gonna say this Ooh. isn't Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main event <laughs> WrestleMania. Okay, circumstances. I understand. Yes, you're you're right, sir. <laughs> but Monday, I mean Monday Night Raw. Uh, well, I guess, I guess in Aaliyah's eyes, this she's is probably, in her hometown, I mean, sir. Just probably. Might I don't be even her first know time the wrestling hometown. I don't even know if the people from her hometown know she's from that hometown. Why? Look, see, you, you know what? That, go to the next segment. Next segment, please. <laughs> you won't stop disrespecting Aaliyah no, on, this, but, on this show, sir. Yeah. So. You gotta watch out for Aaliyah if you're in the ring with her as an opponent or as a tag team partner. You don't know what you're gonna get. She may cry. She may get sick on the stomach. <laughs> Leave her alone, man. It's, it's a big bag, but Bailey picked up the win. We got Miz and Ciampa teaming up to take on AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley. Lashley runs Ciampa into the post and he clotheslines the Miz. A distraction lets Ciampa hit Willow's bell for a two count on Bobby Lashley. But Lashley is back up with the spear, and Miz has to come make the save. AJ Styles gets knocked to the outside, where security pulls somebody away from AJ in the barrier. But it wasn't Dexter Loomis. It kind of looked like Mustafa Ali, but it wasn't him either. At least I didn't think so. But he had black hair. You could bear, you, they made sure you could see the black hair. Then right. on the other side of the ring, Lumens appears and pulls Miz over the barricade through the crowd. They leave the ringside area, and that is a disqualification. And Corey Graves is going off like, why is nobody helping him? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not know what Miz has done to folks? So... I mean, you know what? He, he's not done to folks over the years, so of course somebody's not going to break their neck to help him. <laughs> yeah, the only guy who was willing to help him was in the match with him. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, how, how Dexter Loomis has been introduced in the main roster is just. You like you know, it, don't you? This is like intriguing TV because we don't know what's going to happen. And he faked out AJ, and, it's, and they, they, he did that to Miz because that, you know, disqualifies um, and gives um, Miz them the win because disqualification rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was just wild. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, he grabbed that man and took him to the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> After the match, Chopper gets beaten up, including a phenomenal forearm and a spear. Replays show the Miz getting abducted, including several close-ups of Loomis and commentary mentioning him by name. So we get a long video package on Edge, uh, retrospective of his career, basically. 
as he is wrestling in Toronto for the first time in over 10 years, if you haven't heard. Then we come back, and all of a sudden, we hear the tunes of the Rebel Heart. Because it's the returning Johnny Gargano, Johnny Wrestling. He is here in Triple H's WWE Monday Night Raw on the main roster with the Rebel Heart music. Fans, they get in their Johnny Wrestling chants. They're going crazy. Gargano's very happy with his reception. Gargano gives us a brief history of his NXT success, but he wasn't even sure if he wanted to do this again over the last nine months. He says he's been a father to baby wrestling, and of course the fans start chanting baby wrestling, so Gargano says he'll appreciate that when he gets older. And now he remembers what he always wanted to do. Gargano says he wants to win every championship and go to WrestleMania, and now it's time to continue with his dreams. So out comes Austin Theory with Gargano being pleased to see him. The fans start chanting, who's your daddy? Theory asks what Gargano has been doing for the last month, last nine months, excuse me. Gargano says, oh, changing a lot of diapers. Now, though, Theory has a briefcase for the money in the bank, and he's done everything Gargano's ever wanted to do. He couldn't do what he did without Gargano, who appreciates that, but now it's like Theory is the veteran and Gargano is the rookie. Theory thinks Gargano can even carry his bags or maybe just a briefcase. Theory says, maybe I can show you the way. With that reference, you know, to the to the NXT group. Theory wants to do their old high five and tells Gargano to hit him with it. That earns Theory a super kick and Gargano does a self-high five before leaving. So, let's talk about this real quick. Mm-hmm. So, it was... So for the longest, so when um when they had announced that um no Johnny Gargano said his contract is expiring, that he was he didn't know what he was going to do. I figured that he was going to take the time off. You know, baby about to be born, new son about to be about to come into the world, so he's going to take his time. You know, you know, spend time him and Candice with the baby and then after that um I guess decide what they'll do what, what his options would be going forward. And everybody was just all speculating. Oh he should go to he should go to AEW, you know, mm-hmm. and he'll be a fresh matchups there, blah 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 blah. You know, is he'll come back to WWE, you know. You know, we we didn't know. He was he was just radio silent. He was doing like autograph signings, went to some comic cons, things like that. Then the whole thing happened with Vince. And you started seeing little, you know, articles and stuff saying, you know, Johnny Gargano, you know, make like it was like the recent one was saying he may come back under Triple H's. Um now Triple H is in charge, he may come back. You know, it wasn't nothing just saying you know, like how like Brian Alvarez or um, Dave Meltzer was would say, you know, you know they would say I'm hearing reports that Johnny Gargano might be coming back to the, you know, coming back to the 
to the company. It was no no kind of no leaks or nothing like that. Which just made that whole return that more special because it was just like fans was just like you see the look on their faces like they heard the music. <laughs> they saw the name. They saw the little the graphic symbol, the graphic, the face that he makes and everything. And it was just like, hey, it's like Gargano's back. And it was just like, we ain't even know. And so apparently on the how they how they kept it a secret was on the like the internal run sheets they have, I guess, backstage, mm-hmm. they didn't have his name listed on there. No, smart. And it was Real like smart. it was like only the ones who need to be in the know mm-hmm. knew that he was gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he comes out. They blew the roof off. Blew the roof off. Um, and it was, and it was him and Theory. That was a nice, you know, throwback to what they have had going on in NXT. So that's good for them. That was that was good. You know, somebody that worked with him. And I want to say is just this: having you know a Gargano and a Champa on the main roster definitely will help with the younger talent that's up there. Because you, you saw what he did for. You saw what um, Gargano did, Gargano and Candice LeRae did for um, Indy and um, Theory in NXT. Mm. Definitely made them like household names, mm-hmm. gave them some credibility, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, I was glad to see him come back. So the thing was, so what I was going to say was, so when PW Insider had spoiled that, Hit Row was coming back after the um the whole thing ha- after that whole um after that, you know the day return happened. Top Dollar had you know went off on um, PW Insider on um, Twitter like that Saturday. Yeah, it went off on. And it was just like you know this is how certain things happen is that it's keeping a secret and everything. Like, we didn't know Dexter Lewis was coming back. Mm-hmm. You know, he just popped up and that's what, you know, you heard the announcer say, is that Dexter Lumis? You know, we didn't know EO and Dakota was coming back either. Mm-hmm. Happened look at SummerSlam. I mean, when ba- and Bailey was returning. Either. Well, we knew, ba- we heard whispers that Bailey was returning, but we didn't know Bailey was coming back up. Carrying Cross. Shows about nowhere, <laughs> beating the hell, holy hell, out of Drew McIntyre. So it's like they can they can do things to, you know, bring the talent back, but it's just like, you know, they if they don't, you know, the that's why they said that the whole announcement, you know, happening was definitely, you know. It kind of kind of kills things. So when we saw Gargano come back and we heard Rebel Heart, <laughs> you know that was just you know just a cap on a good evening right there. And then we just started thinking about the the dream matches. Like the first one that came to my mind was Gargano against Seth Rollins. I was like inject that into my veins right now. <laughs> well, Gargano versus Cody when he come back. 
or people were saying DIY reunite and take one take one of the Usos. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought too. <laughs> like we better get this tag team division fired right back up. Because <laughs> now you get like you know you can get Alpha Academy back in the mix. Oh my goodness, yes. You know they can have bangers. Yeah, so Johnny Gargano coming in definitely uh, is a sign of that Triple H is definitely in charge. It was someone that people were expecting to kind of see and, you know, kind of confirm that, yeah, the new regime is taking hold and, and we got it here in Toronto. Who would you say you were more excited to see the return of or or thought the return was presented better? Kenny Omega, who came back on Dynamite this past week, or Johnny Gargano? So the thing was, it was all speculation that Kenny Omega was coming back. So, but the thing with Gargano, nobody, there was no, no like secret report, no report saying, you know, it might be a return, a former, you know, Top star NXT is returning to Raw. It wasn't nothing came back, nothing leaking out. It was just like we were just watching and we just heard Rebel Heart, and that was just, oh, it's fucking on. So I would definitely say Gargano got the um, best return. I mean, Omega got the best pop because he been gone gone for the longest. But Gargano for me is the winners because he. Um. Nobody knew that he was coming back. Okay. Right. We just we just we just didn't know. We were just like, okay, it's it could happen. It's this, you know, something's going to happen. You know, we don't know where he's going to end up. He could have been up end up on AEW and been a, um, a fixture on AEW Dark. Well, Johnny Gargano in the fold. Uh, looking for big things because he, uh, you know, gives Theory a nice super kick before he exits out, and uh, we'll see. And we don't have to hear, and we don't have to hear, you know, a certain former um, owner, well, certain former CEO owner, without saying, well, saying he's too small. <laughs> people, people saying, you know, he um, Theory towers over him. I'm like, yeah, but. He could definitely wrestle theory. Like it wouldn't be an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to our main event. Edge versus Damian Priest. Priest gets a chair, which Edge takes away. Edge breaks the bar off the bottom of the chair to set up the cross face with the bar in Priest's mouth. Since that means uh, since that doesn't get anything for Edge as far as winning the match, uh, Edge loads up for a spear which is cut off when Damian Priest uses that bar across the head of Edge, which gets him a two count. A Razor's Edge is countered into a Canadian Destroyer, and Edge follows that up with a spear, and Edge gets the win over Damian Priest. You know how refreshing it is when you like, bring it to the main event, and I'm like, hey, we be running through this kind of quick. That's why when you get that wrestling wrestling on there. Yeah. Man, this was a good match. Damian Priest it was big time, sir. He, he and so um oh go ahead talk about what happened post match. Okay, so post match Edge is looking for the concerto, but Rhea Ripley comes in and hits him with a low blow. Finn Balor adds the coup de gras in the chair, 
uh, is, is about to be used on edge when Beth Phoenix comes in, who was sitting at ringside, to take the chair away from Rhea Ripley. Beth Phoenix holds the three of them off with the chair to end the show. So one thing, one thing I was saying too, in the words of Kyler Ren, Rhea had the geeks out. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely was a creepcast moment right there. It's like, God damn it, Rhea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a this was a good piece of business. Definitely from, was from the match to the to the aftermath. Um, it's very, very strong episode of Monday Night Raw. This might have been the- so. Real quick, yeah. um, real quick. So there was a um, a post post match um, promo from Edge. Okay, where he um was saying, you know how he started wrestling in 1992, had his first match there as Adam Copeland, and I think I forgot the other name that he said he used after that. But then he was saying. You know how he had retired for nine years and he he came back, but he wants to have his final match. Um, he was saying like normally they do their um, Canadian tour like in the end of August, so he wants to do um, have his final match in Toronto um, August twenty twenty three. So it looks like he's planning to walk away on his own terms, which I say is good for him. Yeah, yeah. Anything that he can dictate is is good for him. This has been a very strong story, even though they kind of got it off track to start with taking Edge out. Triple H just figured a way to get it back on track. Yes. Thanks to the dominant Mysterio getting beat up each and every week and Rhea Ripley stepping to the forefront to become the new leader unofficially, officially, a judgment day. So Yeah, because... Yeah, Damien Priest was saying the shackles is off for her, so she's definitely going to be a major player in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Which we already knew that she was going to be good, but she's definitely going to be that major player, you know, in the years to come. Um, in the years to come, um, on um, any branch she's going to be on. Yeah, they and now they've uh, they've added Beth. We we were always you know talking about hey they needed a hitter. You were talking about maybe getting Electra Lopez coming up from NXT, but uh, they got somebody who could handle the strength and the oh, yeah. power of uh, oh, yeah. Rhea Ripley. Um, Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. So. so good stuff, man. Johnny Gargano coming Beth back. Beth Phoenix probably was in a, in a, in a, was in a, um, in a better mood tonight after um, see what happened <laughs> with NXT. But, um... No, um, this is a great episode. And so also Edge put over um, Damon Priest saying he's definitely going to be one of the, um, one of the, like, the, one of the, the, one of the best in this industry in the future. So he put him over too. So that's good. That's a good thing for him too. When Edge, when Edge put you over, it's always a good thing. Always, always. All right, man. Funny thing, but funny thing, oh, yeah. funny thing about Edge, though. So everybody was talking about, um, everybody was talking about how before Cody was a civil rights um, leader, how Edge said he was a civil rights leader. And remember, I don't know if you remember this episode of Raw. It was in Arizona, and he, this was um, 
Edge and Cena was having that um their little that storyline going. Mm-hmm. So Edge was like, he said, you know what? He said, I'm a civil rights um I'm a civil rights um activist. He says, and Arizona is one of the last states to recognize Dr. Martin Luther King Day. So I can't perform in front of these bigots. <laughs> <laughs> and so he said, and this is when um this is when um John Morrison was Johnny Nitro and he was he was doing Eminem. Um they was doing Eminem, um, him, Mercury, and Melina. So he was like, lucky for you, um, Johnny Nitro's great grandmother is black. <laughs> I was like, what why? <laughs> I was like, he always talked about when it's something to do with like black, he always like it was one um when they was doing something with um um prime time, he was like he was like, Hey, I'm from Canada. You know, I listen to Whitney Houston. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Edge but it also went on the um the the um the biography, mm-hmm. he was talking about how him and Cena, um when they was on the marquee, they always tore it down. So, you know, a lot of people always saying, you know, talk about Cena and, mm-hmm. you know, how his wrestling style was, but you know, he put on some great matches with some with some some Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, thanks too. Sometimes, yeah, yeah like, like you say, like you, I think you said this. You might have said this, but he was saying like you know, wrestling is like you know, it's like a dance. You know, your your, your partner, who is your, your your partner, you know, determines how great y'all gonna be. And mm-hmm. when you got somebody in the ring who can do y'all work together, y'all gel out. Gonna make great, gonna make great magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anything else you'd like to say about this episode of Monday Night Raw before I turn it over to your moments and news segment? Um, I'd say it was a solid episode. I enjoyed the little things, you know, just how Dexter Loomis just, you know, kidnapping Miz and everybody was just like, okay, Miz will be all right. <laughs> um. Got, we had some, some solid matches. It's like I, I don't I can't look at any of the matches and say, okay, this match was trash. You mm-hmm. know, it was, all the matches were solid. So when we get a good a good raw like that, you know, it's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. They 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 were long matches, but they weren't boring matches. Right. That's another thing that seems to be uh, much better uh, under this regime. Like the matches before would be long, but they'd be slow and long. These matches have a lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese. It's time to turn it over to you for uh, the Moe Meltzer news segment. And, uh, man, we got some news this week. Um, Yeah, so I'll start with that because Don wants to talk, wants to discuss about the other channel. Um, AEW. So, so if you're watching AEW, um, there was a promo um, cut by CM Punk mm-hmm. where you know he first called out Hangman, and that was like everybody was just like they said 
I guess you can hear the, the, the announcement, the, the shock in the announcer's voice when he said, you know, hey, you know, I want to make a challenge to Hangman. It was like, what? Hangman? <laughs> and then, you know, the people started piecing the puzzle together saying, oh, um, he, um, Hangman, when Hangman said that he was talking about workers, wrestlers' rights and everything, or workers' rights and everything, how... You know, it, it, he was basically calling Punk selfish, a selfish individual, and just how he didn't have it no more, nothing like that. He was going to defend AEW from him. So I guess that promo caused a, um, a closed door meet between them three Hangman's, Punk, and Tony Khan. And like, Tony Khan trying to be the one that's just, you know, trying to be the glue to hold everything together. He needs to, and I know he, he just promoted. Folks into like the, the talent relation roles, but you need to let them handle those things and just let other things just be. Because him running around trying to wear all the hats, there's gonna be some conflicts of interest going on there. It appears to me, and this is the angle that I'm approaching it from, that Cody Rhodes was more important to them backstage than he might have ever been in the ring. Because mm at least these things were suppressed when Cody was there. You know, you, you, you may have heard, oh, they might not be getting along, but everything is patched up. Well, you know, you know, everybody has their own, you know, thoughts and theories and everybody wants to be heard, but you know, we're all past that and they just move along and kick it the can on down the road. But ever since Tony, uh, ever since, excuse me, Cody has left and, and Tony has been elevated into taking on more responsibilities, whatever Cody was doing, which I'm pretty sure was more like what you're talking about, t- talent relations kind of being the buffer in between guys and, and Tony and guys who have different issues with each other backstage. Now that he's not there, it is just open season, and you're hearing all types of reports on all types of people and all types of things about the atmosphere and what's going on out there, and it just happens to be at the same time that Cody was no longer there. Right. And so a lot of people are saying that um Cole Cabana's at the center of this because of the the, the now dissolved friendship of him and CM Punk's how him and CM Punk, you know, they um you know, they had the um they did the the um the podcast was the 2015, I believe, um, where he um, was talking about, you know, his the the final day, the final run of his WWE um, career, and this what um, and what how what went into went went into that, and how you know the doctor, the WWE doctor sued him. And it was supposed to be the promise of somebody paying somebody lawyer fees, and then that caused that rift between Punk and um, Colt Cabana. And it was just like when Colt, when um, Punk came to um, AEW, it was just like, what's going to happen with Colt? It was rumors that he was going to get released, but then a lot of people just like, you know, he was he's good backstage. You know, he's, you know, you know, good with the talent and everything. And it was like, you know, he might get 
uh, might get pushed over to ROH. Um, That's a wonderful like we thing. Still have, we still haven't seen Cole Cabana on TV nor backstage in months. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Not since the arrival of uh, CM Punk. Yeah. That's the one good thing about having ROH, though, is that if you do have people in this case, like a Cole Cabana who for reasons you need to move away from one major program. Hopefully, this ROH program won't be on a major television thing and you can kind of shift him over there back to kind of his roots anyway. Right. Yeah, so... Do you think this is a work? Do you think that this is all a work to make CM Punk a heel to make people not cheer him? So... I mean, it could be because you know they was talking about the 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 the, um, the promo after that, you know, right when he was talking about he called out Moxley, mm-hmm. and it was hilarious how. But it was the the, the funny thing about the, the this this whole thing, um, he said he was saying that Eddie Kingston he was like that um, he I think he said. He was the third best Eddie. Yeah. He threw the ring with yeah. and the second best Kingston. Yeah. Yeah. And then <laughs> he said Moxley. He said John. He said if he said Moxley wasn't the best John that he um wrestled, I was like, ooh, he's giving props to I said he's giving props to Cena. I was like, even I was like, he's giving props to Cena. And then he was saying that um Moxley's always been the third the third best guy in his group, which has been a um a recurring thing throughout his career. And I said, mm. <laughs> damn. <laughs> definitely. I said he 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 definitely was talking shit. And then Moxley was saying like, you know, that the reason why you came to AEW because you was out of money, you know. I was like, oh Yeah, he was like, you make the money. He's like, you be the dollar he's like, you be the he's like, I'll be the dollar and cents while you be the heart and soul. Like, he said, "You be the heart and soul; I'll be the dollar and cents." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." Like, they were just going at it. Yeah, it was good. It was real good. Yeah, so good. we'll just we'll see what's going to happen. But I still think this might be a something build up for um they doing they supposedly having the, the um the match the, yeah the match tomorrow, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. It might be a no contest something. Something's going to happen. They still saying that they expecting that um, match to happen at um at all, all, out. all out. Yeah, all Talk out. Subject so, to change. That's what they say. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think. Yeah, I'm like you. There's going to be something. Yeah, I think something, something, something is definitely fishy in the water with this one. But why would you? Why would you give it's them? Okay. Why would you give him this match just to give it to him again with what a steel cage stipulation, some type of it's, it's smells, it smells, it's it, it's giving um, Vince McMahon running WWE booking and making those stupid decisions. Yeah, it was nothing wrong with leaving it where it was at. And then maybe this week, well, I think you got three weeks until the pay per view, so maybe it's a little too far out. I was like, just no, it's not three, video well, packages. It's not, it's not three weeks. I mean, because, um, well, it says, no, NXT said that they like a week from Sunday, so 
you know, they definitely, um, they definitely were ready. It's like because um, the NXT is going to be at four, mm-hmm. and then the All Outs will be later on in the evening. So, mm-hmm. not but wrestling. <laughs> the castle is going to be the day before that. Hmm. It's gonna, and there's a, uh, there's a lot of wrestling that day. A lot of wrestling that weekend. Mm-hmm. So make sure you got your popcorn ready. <laughs> so um, also Kenny Omega came back. Um, we knew it was coming. They came. The Young Bucks had the main event. They was um, doing the whole entrance. Then they had Justin Roberts read the statement and then he came back they won their match against um um Andrade Dragon Lee and Roosh and, it, and it's like at the end they um Andrade and um Roosh turned on Dragon Lee oh yeah man right at the end of the match yeah. Yeah, they they barely got it in because it was right up against the time. Right. Um then um Kitty cut a post post show promo, you know, saying he's back and you know, saying he's he came back to do you know, came back because of the fans and blah 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 blah. But he was wearing it was people noticing he was wearing a um compression shirt and a brace, an arm brace, I believe. So he still might not be a hundred percent, but he was good enough to go in his match. I'm kind of wondering how Adam Cole is going to play it next week. When he, I mean, this week or tomorrow, <laughs> right? Is he yeah, going to say something like that? Man's uh, been catching a lot of strays on Twitter the last week. Oh, he's been, he been catching a lot of strays. He was catching strays because you know seeing Gargano back and everybody was like, "Oh, he made him." Probably someone said he made a mistake, and I was like, "Nah, he's good." They wanted he wanted to leave, you know, so they left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sometimes you get what you ask for. Yeah. They got a lot of things going on back there in the AE dubs right now, man, in front of the camera and behind it. And uh, like you said, I think this is a part where Tony Khan needs a real wrestling person to kind of take over that day-to-day operational stuff so he yes. can detach and, you know, be the guy that signs the checks and makes big decisions, you know. Um, yeah, so... Let's you know continue on with the segment. Really, we're trying to spend a lot of time on on AEW, but uh, I had to talk about that was in the news. That was in the news. That was kind of just like sparking speculation because they were talking about Punk, Punk unhappy, and he wanted to walk out. And I was like, he's not leaving. He's not going to leave. He's just going to do what he's going to do, and that's that. All right, so um, Gigi Dolan has suffered a concussion, which forces uh, Toxic Attraction to, um, to be removed from the 
women's tag team title tournament. Such unfortunate because they were they you know they won their match on um, Friday. It was a good match though, but concussions be damned. Uh, Nikita Lyons stated that you know there was speculation that she wasn't vaccinated. That's why she couldn't come to Canada. Mm. No, she didn't. Um, yeah, she couldn't come to Canada, but she said it wasn't. Um, it wasn't that wasn't the case at all. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. So here's something interesting. Jeff Jarrett um, left his vacancy, left his position as the senior vice president of live events. Yeah, what's going on with that? So from what I've read, you know, on multiple sites, Western Inc., um, et cetera, Fightful, I believe, too, he, Conrad might be, you know, getting some, filing some, um, what you call that? Um, trademarks? Yeah, some trademarks. Mm-hmm. And I think he probably be doing something with it, doing something extra with, um, with him, so. He, um, so that's that's the the word was it wasn't real. That's like the, the speculation was, but it wasn't a real reason. So you know they have, they have to they have to fill that role. They have to fill that role of senior VP of live events. Mm-hmm. And do you know who you have an idea of who Triple H put in to fill that role? Uh, let me guess. If you didn't know, you had better call somebody. Yep. The former roadie of Jeff Jarrett in his first run. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, that's weird. That is so weird. Yeah. Like, Okay, Jeff Jarrett, I guess that was like you part of the old Vince plans. You out of here. Oh, is this punishment for doing so much with the Ric Flair stuff? Um, and also they talk about bringing back Ryan Katz, who was a, a, a former writer, producer, um, former writer producer for NXT so he might be coming back too um, also as I said earlier um, Ed said he wants to find, have his final match August 23, 2023 in Toronto so be on the lookout to see if that's happening I um, want to send well wishes out to Savio Vega he was hospitalized in Puerto Rico said he's in stable condition I believe so, it's not well wishes to him. Mm-hmm. Legend, legend in the, you know, in the in the in the wrestling business, especially in the, in the Caribbean. Um. Um. Okada and his wife um, welcomed the son. So congratulations to them. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, here's something that you might be interested in, Dawn. Okay, what we got? Well, there's something, bro. So, let me just ask you this: What happened when, when, um, when NXT came off of the network, WWE Network, and went to Wednesdays, and then AEW popped up? 
arrested for dynamite. What happened? Everybody went and started watching dynamite and moved NXT to Tuesdays. Right. So they were head to head. Mm-hmm. And what if I told you that on October 18th, they'll be going head to head on a Tuesday? Oh, what? What's the next, what's what's AEW doing? So, you know, TBS, you know, has the sports and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, MLB. Playoffs. Mm. Yeah, so. Um, that's definitely so. Um, on ten eighteen, they um, there's a is a playoff game. So, um, Dynamite will be on airing on that Tuesday, which will cause them and NXT to go head to head. So, you can expect that show, both of those shows, should come out guns blazing. Because they are going to win, win that eve that night. So we'll see. We'll see how how they how they're going to build up to that. All right. So I got Big E update for you. Oh, okay. Always good to hear. Hopefully, good news from Big E. Yeah. So so basically, Big E. It was two. It's two things. Big E was saying that he's um, if the doctors wanted to clear him to have a normal life. He would be. He would do so, but he's not ready to um, get back into the wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. He's. Um, he was just saying how wrestling involves that like a very physical aspect of your body, and he wants this to remain. You know, to have his. You know, to continue um, healing on his neck and everything. So, they like he's asking when is he coming back, and he's like he's definitely not ready to come back. That's if that's if like he might take some years off and then come back after that, but um, yeah, he's definitely not on the um, on coming back anytime soon. And then um, I know they was somebody was interviewing um, interviewing um, what's his name. Oh, uh, Brian Gorch? No, the guy who injured Big E. Oh, oh, Rich Allen. Rich Allen, yeah. So they, um, I think he was he was interviewed. He was saying that he's glad Big E is okay and recovering. He just wants to, you know, move. Um, he wants to, you know, move past that. And it's just like, I don't know, though. I understand, you know, they he they kept saying, you know, you know, lay off of him, but. People just like you. People just like you know. He was like one of the most positive, you know, one of the most positive people. He was great wrestling, great at getting the crowd riled up and everything. And just this injury just kind of just like soured, you know, a lot of fans on Rich Howard. Mm-hmm. Definitely did, man. Uh, haven't been able to really look at him the same just because. It's like, dude, you did something that probably wasn't even necessary to be done, uh, and you hurt somebody who means a lot to a lot of different people for a lot of different reasons. Yep. 
So yeah, man. So also also Big E says that um since his injury dating is hard. <laughs> mm, Big E he, he, he had the he had the he had the neck brace on it was just like he was a charity case, but he said he's like I think he said he's actively dating right now, so good for him. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um you know, could have been so much worse. You know, glad that he can, so much worse. Yeah, you know, have the use of his fingers and toes, and uh, looks like he's gonna be able to have a normal life. You know, outside of wrestling. Uh, so that's the best that we can ask for in the scenario yeah. that he was put in. So glad that he's taking the approach that he's taking with it, and you know, hopefully we can just follow his lead once you know the final determination of whether he can come back or not does come down yeah um so remember when Kayla Braxton announced that she's by mm, I vaguely she came out and said she was by yeah vaguely I do I mean she always keeps saying like she goes she likes them both or she goes both ways and I was just like okay we get it you are by we you know we still love you. We still wear our face. So apparently there was a, you know, former colleague of hers that, you know, made fun. That made had, you know, made jokes, had jokes and comments to say about her, um, about her, you know, coming out and everything. Mm. So she, it's, it's like, she since deleted the tweet and she said, you know, said when I came out, um, I had a former colleague who's also gay that made, um, you know, jokes, who had made jokes about my, uh, about me coming out. And now he's starring in my um, favorite movie on TMZ. <laughs> your boy was out here wilding. That's your boy. Actually, that's, that's the wrestle, that's the, um, the, 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 Gorgeous ladies of the WrestleCast boy, because you know he had too much to drink or something. He thought he was doing something. He told he was an international superstar. He he told that to the police officer. So Jake Atlas, um, TMZ, well, his I guess his arrest video was um, posted on TMZ. It was released by TMZ. Mm-hmm. I said TMZ be having all the dirt, all all your business. Probably should you even know remember doing TMZ pulled up like here you go, we got you right here. <laughs> the date was coming. So, you know, he was and then he's like, um, Jake Atlas was slamming his say his lousy his lover, his boyfriend was a lousy lover or something like that. So I was like, Oh, okay. So uh, he not even went AEW no more. I think he was did he get injured again? They were saying he. They were saying he's formed like a former AEW talent. So I don't know if he's still with the company, but he's. They said they said former though. So yeah. Um, what's gonna be interesting is to see who comes from AEW back to WWE. Cody, duh. Oh, well, possibly, I mean, the possibly, next possibly, and possibly Brandy. I mean. Now that Triple H is in charge, that was more of a Vince thing, and possibly, and possibly Brandy. <laughs> she don't stop with this Brandy. 
hey, she going to come out there on a on Raw or SmackDown and say, who the hell told you it was open mic night? <laughs> Golly. Um, there's going to be a new table for three episode with um, Queen Zelina, Rhea, and Bianca Belair. Oh, that should be good. Yeah. Talk about their time in NXT kind of being the second wave after um, the four horsewomen and kind of maybe the pressure. Uh, I'll like say that. the third wave because you still had um, Shayna, Asuka, um, Bliss, mm. and uh, Mandy and Sonya Deville. Okay. They'd be, they be like that second wave. they like the third wave. Okay. But yeah, just kind of their journey through yeah. NXT and, and coming in and, and getting there together. Rhea and Bianca, you know, being yeah. champions such a young age and kind of what that means. And... So Anthony Bowens is saying that they're trying to get the Sizzle Me Daddy Ass t-shirts approved. Sizzle Me Daddy Ass? That's what they say when they do when they do the scissor, yeah. they say scissor, yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. They try to get it approved. And so I was listening to my local podcast, wrestling podcast, and they was just saying how you can say redeem redeem these nuts on the t shirt, but scissor me daddy ass is 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 where they draw the line. <laughs> um And Eddie Kingston said he hated all his matches with just Chris Jericho. He had a headache, and no, it was a headache wrestling him in, in each one. Mm. So he said he glad that it happened, but he said he hated he hated all those matches. Because <laughs> Jericho must be stiff. Yeah, that's what it. That's how it be. Um, all right. Are you ready for, um, main event? Yeah, what we got? All right. We got Dewdrop and Nikki Ash versus Tamina and Dana Brooke. Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander versus T-Bar and Shelton Benjamin. Nah, not this week. You want hate it, dog? I'm sorry, man. They out there putting that putting their bodies on the line, and you sitting up here talking about something. Nah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I like what I like. I'm sorry. All right, milkman. <laughs> uh, you got anything for level up? No, nah, I was looking and I ain't see nothing. They ain't been doing it the past couple of weeks. They, they did it, but there's like, they did it like, but I don't know. They just been real um, shady on the results. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who that young lady was. Or, um, oh, also real quick, uh, Bruce Pritchard dispels the rumors that you know, they him and Vince was in charge of um, NXT. Mm-hmm. Like they was they like they had their finger their fingerprints all over it. Mm-hmm. He said that he said it wasn't true. He told he told Conrad that it wasn't true. Mm. 
So, um, also, so, so while we talk about call ups and everything, um, I told you, you, you know, last week, um, Santos Escobar lost the, um, lost that match against Tony D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I don't know. I didn't even see this. They say he pulled up in, a, in his SUV in the parking lot where he was greeted by Joaquin Wilde yeah. and the Toro. And he yeah, said, tell him to hop in. Yeah, he said, you think I will leave without you? Love for family, you say, stay together. You ready to go. So. Yeah, yeah. They hopped in the they hopped in the whip and they headed to SmackDown. Hey. Now they go to SmackDown. See, see, see. See, everybody, everybody, everybody eats. Everybody, everybody's eating on um on the main roster now. Me and Jay, we eating good. <laughs> so you know that's cool. They, they y'all can have. Um, they can have. She can have. Um, Legato the Phantasma. She can have them. You know. I, I mean, I got. I'm eating good. I'm eating good on, on the raw cast. The raw cast got me eating good. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying enjoying the episode. I don't have to dread like re, re, like reviewing the show. So we good. Yeah, man. Try to try to get you as comfortable as possible. Yeah, we 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 good here. Always saying they want, they're hoping that. Um... Also, y'all going to say fans on social media are hoping for Hit Row and Legato the Fantastic to renew that old Rob, NXT robbery on the SmackDown brand. But that would be cool, though. Mm. But that's um, the, the, the signing at the end. That's going to be some. Whoo! <laughs> that, women's, that women's match is going to be something because. Um, What's her name? Um, what's her name, Don? And which, which um, the, match? Hold on. Um, Miko, oh, Miko Sadamore, B. Priestley, and Mandy. <laughs> so I think it was um, Jerron who said that's going to be easy, easy money. So we should go watch them both. Tell us that's uh, easy yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. Miko is who Sasha Banks wants to wrestle. And that's who she went to go train with when she went to Japan when she took the first break. Yeah, and then um, got Ron Breaker and Tyler Bate. So mm-hmm. they definitely shut down the um, the um. Yes, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. what that's, that's the other thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the other thing we um we didn't um we could touch we could touch on um yeah so um. Yeah, they're shutting down. Yeah, yeah shutting it down. After yeah, World so I think they doing they it kind of they doing with what um what um RH did they they mm-hmm. shut down and they you know they they released the talent and basically they were saying that they want them to go out there get some heat back on their name and then come back and then you know they said they can walk they're welcome back with open arms they said NXT Europe will be up and running in twenty twenty three. You know that's why you know Tyler Bate, the Tyler Bate showed up at the end of NXT Heat Wave last week and was like, "What the hell was going on here?" Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing was he didn't, right? And the crazy thing was that he didn't, um, that he, when he had the title, that the match didn't air yet, 
of him winning the title. Mm. So it was like, spoiler alert. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting how, how they set up for NXT Europe. It's going to be real interesting. Yeah, they got a lot of stuff coming up in a short amount of time. Um, yeah, you do. But these pay-per-views and then Extreme Rules following this uh, after the castle and the Worlds Collide. So, you know, they got a lot of hustling to do. Um, there is not going to be uh, a December pay-per-view. It's going to go straight from Survivor Series to day one. Oh, wait. So, also, okay, I know we, this is the NXT, you and... Um... Yeah, you just fill the NXT tonight. Well, NXT's... So... Um, Regal's son, um, that was who was wrestling, um, the, 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 the chase you, the chase you, um, the chase you, um, students. And he called them soft at the end. I didn't see that, uh, that part. Yeah. So Charlie Dempsey, that's, um, William Regal's son. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They had that same, like. Frown on his face that Stephen Reeves. Oh, he definitely, he definitely. That's that's um, his. He's his. Um, he's Regal's son, and definitely the same mannerisms of just being rough and tough in the ring. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so we had we had a um the re, re, the reuniting of Dexter and um, Indy, because she was she was cutting a promo and she was just all. And her feelings, and then I was like tweeting. I was like, you know what? You need to go to Monday Night Raw and get your man together because he out here kidnapping folks. The next thing mm-hmm. you know, he popping up. Like... <laughs> but then he gave me the things to tell him goodbye, and the police came to arrest him. I was like, well, goddamn, you didn't got away from Toronto, got down to Orlando, and they locking your ass. Hey man, it's a worldwide. You commit, you commit international crowds, bro. <laughs> it's a worldwide manhunt. How the hell did you get back across the border, <laughs> sir? How did you get back across the border? How did you get free from the cops? First of all, <laughs> where's where's the Miz? You know what? We the, we the don't know. Off somewhere. He was talking so about like he might be. Well, he situation. might be. They come on, he might be eating cereal and having candy, watching cartoons like Austin Theory was. But then they say, <laughs> but then they say he could have, he could have, he could have suffered the same fate that Roddy um, Strong did. Oh, he put him in the trunk. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. This was say wrestling is wrestling. I love the silly the wrestling. We love our wrestling, like to get our wrestling. But just the silliness of wrestling is just, is also makes it intriguing too. I forgot Dexter Loomis got a couple of uh, previous. Uh, kidnapping charges on his record. <laughs> well, he got, he got, he got. So he's like, he got some. Um, he got. He's like, you know, he's not new to this. Yeah, exactly. He's not. He's not new to this. But um, yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This was a great, great night. Night, great raw episode. We'll talk about NXT. That was good too. SmackDown's doing his thing too. So Triple H is definitely um, steering the ship in the right way. It probably going. I know it's going to be. It's like it's still people not happy with you know. Oh, he bring it back all that um, NXT, all the Triple H's boys. And it's like then y'all be then they be complaining about oh another WWE guy you no know, resigning the sign the AEW. Mm-hmm. You know, 
So it was like, you know, I'm led Gargano stay. That's and Bully Ray was saying the same thing too. He was like, you know, wise that's a wise um choice um and everything. So, you know, I'm glad to see, you know, I'm just saying like we can get some classics on the overall. I'm like, give me my give me them give me, you know, Gargano and Seth Rollins. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Yeah, there's but, gonna um, be a lot of possibilities coming up. Yeah, so you know, you know, just it's like it's kind of like you know they kind of like what they say trust the process and you know like you know we, you know doing the show day in and day out and just you know always the jokes same so oh you know I don't watch Raw because you know I just listen to you know Mo Mo and Don recap it and da, 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 da. next thing you know Vince McMahon and his got um. Got caught, got cast out for his sins. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we get we get a great show. <laughs> we get a better product. <laughs> yeah, it's you been know. noticeable, especially the past two weeks, like reviewing the show, just how quick we come to the end of the yeah, show. We don't we don't we don't have to sit back and be like all this other stuff going on. It's like you say we get to we like wait the main event. I was like, wait a minute, like. We had the end of the end of the run. He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Yeah." It's no, it's no filler. <laughs> yeah, this, the 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 segments are very meaningful. Things are flowing week to week. You can see that, you know, it seems like the show has been put together over time and not just kind of rushed and got something on. No, the air. no script being ripped up. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll hear no, you'll hear no, hear no reports of scripts being ripped up and then they added by the um by um eight by eight o'clock the the um the whole show the the second half of the the, the second half of the show wasn't done so it's like we don't hear about that no more we don't hear about the scripts getting ripped up so it's like um you know i'm glad to hear about that you know yeah yeah well mo i'm gonna give you your shout outs a chance to do your shout outs at this point sir Thank you once again for joining me here on the Rawcast. Oh, first and foremost. no problem. You know, this this like we we it's just like an enjoyable show now to record. So <laughs> I'm actually actually the energy with... that man got mad energy. But man, I was gone about five months ago, six months ago. I was scared I was gonna lose him because he he he, <laughs> he was he was like, man, I'm only here because so I don't get fired. Now he like coming in early to work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, like I say, we have a good product there. We we good now, and you know, we getting some good, some good. We getting some good. We getting some good shows and everything, and it's showing in, in the ratings too. But the, like I said, the true test is going to be when Monday Night Football comes mm-hmm. back, and that's. And kind of like with 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 with, with Triple H did, they had limit commercials in the in the night the. The nine o'clock, the um, the last hour, it was limited commercial. So, um, they're going to do things like that. But anyway, um, but shout out to you, Don. You know, another episode in the books. Um, shout out to Semi Jade, Anwar Terry's boy. Um, you know, for that that contribution to the shows and everything. Um, shout out to our Spaces crew. Um, Colin Wren, uh, Black Marvel, Black Holland. Um, you know, glad those guys they hold it down. Um, keep and keep the energy flowing over there, laughs and everything like that. Uh, shout out to uh, Jupiter Julep, 
Um, my Wonder Twin, you know, you no, know, awesome. Hey, hold up, Carmelo Hayes wasn't on the show this week, so what's up with that? Him, neither him or Trick was on the show. Okay, enough about that. Um, every time I do this, that y'all y'all got that whole double dynamic about um, Carmelo Hayes and everything. Oh God damn, they hitting home runs up in um Seattle. It's I'm watching. I got the um. The um the Mariners and Nationals. Sounds good. Yeah, they they we chasing them. We chasing them in the um in the wild card. It's just you know, but um they playing the Nationals and they just they they up four one on the Nationals. So um we yeah, shout out to uh everybody else um Madame Lizette, um Miss V, uh my boy um. Word, aka Jerome, he definitely listens to the show and you know lets me know you know about certain things, you know gives feedback and everything. Shout out to Anwar as well too for doing that. Um, shout out to um, Roll Up Sunny. Um, shout out to and shout out to everybody who's just down with us. Like I always say, if we if we down with us, you know it's all love. I appreciate y'all um, just. Listening to us, you know, giving feedback, letting us know um, what you like about the show, you know, things like that. Um, also, shout out to the OGs, Sam, Greg, Dee, um, Classic, and Mel, because Mel always gets shout outs. Um, yeah. Oh, and also shout out to me, too. I, my, um, my degree came in the mail. Don't post that thing up. Huh? I said, hang that thing up, post it up like a jersey. Well, I got it in a little. Um, they gave us a little, like, no, little degree holders. They gave, they mm-hmm. getting like, they they gave us one of them. So, I got that in there, but they yeah, gave us unfurl um, that thing. Get you about a twenty five dollar frame. Unfurl that thing, put it in there, <laughs> hang it up. Yeah, I might or go out to um, go out to um. Um, I think it's Frank's or something like that. They have like the little graduation frames out there, you know, so definitely going to get something like that, but um, it's got to find somewhere to put them at because my mother was still living. She would definitely would have been possessed in both of them. I've been looking at her like, why? <laughs> but, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy, you know, just to, um, to never let somebody tell you that you're too old to do anything, you know. You know, I'm well, I'm like, I'm like, you know, early 40s, you know, got my second degree, you know, you know, your journey is going to take you where it's going to take you. And I'm just want y'all to just want y'all to just, the, you know, believe in yourselves and, you know, don't let nobody say that you, you know, you're too old or too young to do anything. You can do whatever you want to do in this, um, in this world. You know, the sky's, the sky's the limit, you know, reach for the stars, all that other positive affirmations that you might see on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok or whatever else. That's it for me. And I'll turn it back over to Dawn. Well, thank you once again, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese for joining me here on the Rawcast. Those are some great words of wisdom. Hopefully the fans appreciate you dropping those bars and dropping that knowledge. Thank you to uh, Miss J to the Max and Miss Simi who join me each and every week on uh, SmackDown Matters and the NXT Cast. You can find that here on the CSPN.us as well. Uh, thank you to Didi Jonet and Sam and Greg, the OGs. Thank you to Black Howling, Black Marvel, Colin Wren for holding down the Twitter spaces like they always do. Thank you to everybody who uses the Rawcast. Uh, 
hashtag each and every Monday night to share their commentary with color uh, on Monday Night Raw. We definitely appreciate everybody this week uh, with the return of Johnny Gargano. Definitely had some fun and interesting tweets uh, inside of our uh, live tweet. So please check that out if you want to interact with us. Uh, while wrestling is on, we have hashtags for all of the events. So NXT cast and Dynamite cast. So you can always check us out live tweeting and uh, you can converse with us in our Twitter spaces as well. But you have to be a known commodity. If nobody doesn't know you, you can't get the microphone to speak. So that's the way things go. Nope. <laughs> can't come up without stage. Yeah. So <laughs> if, they don't, if they don't, if they can't vouch for you, you know, so you might have to sit in the audience and, and, and interact with us, and then once we, you, it'll take it don't take long for us to, you know, once you we can see that you are interacting with us and you are contributing, you know, positive and not trying to troll anything, then we'll let you come up. It's not hard. It's just like we just like to keep our spaces troll free, and we want everyone who's there just to have a good time and not seem overwhelmed by the the opinions by some that are in there. So, you know, sometimes, you know, some folks can't come in there because it's like they want to take over and try to, you know, be that person. It's like, don't do that here. It's like, we just here to have fun and not try to be so serious. Like, I understand some people take wrestling serious, but we want to, we just have, we watching to have fun. Right. Yeah. We're wanting to get these jokes off and see our faves win. Exactly. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, also, we we showed another thing. We ain't seen Street Profits in the, what? I mean, I know you've seen it in, well, in the wrestling in the golf match. Yeah. Yeah, you saw, yeah, but they haven't, haven't wrestled, like, yeah. I know they they, they they probably coming up um on um the, the G4. Um, they probably doing the G4 thing, um the game show thing for them. But we they probably ain't got, I don't know, they probably say they ain't got nothing for them right now. Uh, Sean is backstage. Walking them through how to put Dawkins through the through the barbershop window. You know what? I'm. You know what? I'm about to end this. I'm about to end this. Yo, good night, y'all. I'll see you. We'll see y'all next week. I'm always trying to get my get my get my get my favorite wrestlers. My favorite part of the tag team to get thrown through the barbershop window. What if he tries it and he stops, reverses, and throws Montez through the thing? And I'm laughing at all of y'all. Now that would be the biggest swerve in the history of professional wrestling if that <laughs> happened. He said he knows about to happen. He just stopped, swerve, throw him through the window, and y'all just be like, "I'm like," and I'm just like, "All of y'all, I'm like, yeah, y'all saw what happened. It's gonna be, you know, daily replays of it. Like, oh, y'all, y'all missed this. Here y'all go. <laughs> if- I see y'all wanted my man to go. Y'all wanted my homie to go through the the the, the barbershop window." Y'all boy, that's just that's just so prevalent of just like breaking up the tag teams. This is like, like you know what, like maybe like barbershop window, or you could be like um Tomasa at the end of um take over Chicago, and just throw um Gargano to the LED screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was one of the best like end credit scenes, uh, right? In, in, in NXT right there. And it was just like the hell, <laughs> yeah. sitting there like the hell just. Ha-? But yeah, once man. again, continue to rate and review. Give us five stars. Help the podcast out. Patreon page. Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Become a 
member of the Patreon page. Subscribe. Here are AEW reviews over there. Hear me and Mo talk about other random things, sports, pop culture, you know, regular life stuff over there as well as well as our other co-hosts. So lots of content to be found here on the CSPN. Please support the podcast. Please continue to listen and please continue to give us five stars in the ratings. So for yes. my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. I dreamed of becoming the Intercontinental Champion, of becoming the United States Champion, of becoming the WWE Champion. Mania, and it hit me. It hit me. What type of father would I be if I didn't teach my son that even the biggest, most impossible dreams can come true? If you work hard enough, you can get anything you want out of this life, I promise. And when I left, I said, you will never fail if you bet on yourself. And that is what I am doing here tonight in Toronto. I am betting on myself. And I stand here incredibly proud to say, Johnny Wrestling is back in WWE. What has changed? I became the United States champion. On top of that, the youngest United States champion. I've competed at WrestleMania already. And with this right here, I am on my way to becoming the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. What we do? It's almost like all the things you dreamed of, I've already done them. Johnny, I gotta tell you this. I couldn't have done any of this without you. You can carry this right here and hand it to me when I cash in and I become the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. And as good as that sounds, it seems like I can show you the way. If you don't want to stand behind me and support me like you did, then maybe you just go away. But nobody wants to see that because they love us together. Johnny and Theory, the Dynasty.